This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented, as always, by M-Prize Bank. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, what's going on, man? We got uh, a lot of KU basketball to catch up on here tonight. Yeah. Uh, more, Like you said, more basketball to catch up. Uh, one week closer to to the NCAA tournament, March Madness. I mean, geez. Uh, when we, we we got an opportunity to talk some some college basketball, you can't be more than happy to be uh, in the moment that we're at right now. No question. Some games to get to. We'll, we'll dive into to Cincinnati and West Virginia. But uh, well, the last time we were we were on, we were discussing the UCF loss and yep. had a big game against Oklahoma um, and really took care of business against OU at home. Um, that was a good bounce back win for them. And then went to Stillwater and really thumped Oklahoma State. Uh, and looked really good in doing so. We talked about the change possibly in start in the starting lineup, and yep. that first game right after they they did mix it up and and went with Johnny Furphy um, and brought a, a Marco Jackson off the bench. Um, tough loss at West Virginia, and I think that was, uh, but I mean, a really entertaining game and a back and forth, high scoring game, um, and then miss, and then Kansas State will come back and beat Cincinnati. Uh, at home on Big Monday, first Big Monday of the year, and Cincinnati, I thought fought and gave Kansas a pretty good game, uh, and Kansas able to win that one as well. Yeah. So I want to start just kind of your overall impressions, I guess. Three and one since the last time uh, we we chatted. Um, the change in the starting lineup, um, and Johnny Furphy. I mean, well, we can talk all we want about him. Feel free because he's been he's been great, uh, and to see his development and I mean his rebounding and his scoring and just his overall size. That's got to be a, a really, really big positive for Coach Self and this staff as they look to the future with this group. Yeah, and I think that's probably uh, what's sticking in my mind. You know, you know, these last four games, what have the Jayhawks been like? And I think it, you know, it, it has been a, a quick change in that lineup, which we talked about with with Johnny Furphy. I just think uh, just what he brings. You know, he brings rebound and energy. He can shoot it. He can drive it. He can score. I mean, he just brings so many levels of the game that's definitely helping the Jayhawks step up uh, and he does it from an offensive standpoint as well too and again when you got a guard in there that that can score and, and goes and rebounds and he's been rebounding the ball really well I think that uh, Furphy has done a really good job as far as being that missing piece uh, that little missing piece that KU was kind of missing as far as that that extra low to help score and just give production uh, in overall in the game offensively and defensively so I think uh, Furphy's done a really great, really great job of that. And, you know, you can tell over these last couple of games, obviously taking that loss uh, to West Virginia. Um, but I still think uh, without Furphy in that lineup, uh, in that starting lineup, uh, these Jayhawks just don't click the way they've been clicking. Yeah. Uh, the West Virginia game, uh, it was a tough loss. I thought Kansas really dominated the paint. Um, they're really good at, in the paint. Uh, second half three point shooting is probably the one area Kansas was one of eleven in the second half from three. I thought that definitely made a factor. And then, you know, it's tough on the road when you know the free throw discrepancy. Kansas goes to the line eighteen times. West Virginia's at the line uh, twenty five times, but hits twenty one to twenty five. So in those tight games, six free throws ends up mattering. You know, when you're when you're on the road, um, and a really just back and forth first half too fifty one fifty one the break. Um, I you know, was not expecting you. Know, you don't expect Kansas 
on the road at West Virginia. West Virginia historically like a really tough, hard nose. You know, it might be a possession by possession type game, and then it was just like a high powered offensive game. Uh, And I think that was kind of the the surprise there for me. It was like both offenses were so good in that game. Yeah, and for both offenses being so good, I mean, KU they only turned the ball over seven times, and you would think, right. There might have been a couple more turnovers there, but they still took care of the ball. I think what they really lacked, I mean, you think about that, 22 assists, so they're, they're getting the paint touches, they're sharing the ball, they're moving it. It's not sticking. Uh, but I think one of the things that Coach Self really hangs his hat on, uh, obviously, and again, they killed uh, points in the paint, that 44 points in the paint to West Virginia's 26. But I think one of the things that Coach Self loves to hang his hat on is two things. Big on turnovers. Under 10 turnovers, we got a chance. We got a chance. But it's the rebounding. You know, they got out-rebounded plus not by nine. Uh, gave up nine offensive rebounds. So I know those nine offensive rebounds, those extra second-chance opportunities that they got, those are – those. you know, you take three away of those. Um, I, gu- I guarantee you Coach those would love to have three away from those. But I think it really boiled down to rebounding at the end and just that overall defense of intensity – down the stretch. I think their defensive intensity could have been a little bit more locked in. We They show they can score the ball. I mean, 85 points, we showed that. But again, it's always, you know, when it's a high-powered offense, it's always about who can get that stop. And if you can put all your, your hats in a basket on those stops, especially in those high-powered offensive games, those are normally the the, the games that decide the, the game. And it's normally uh, who had the most de- defensive pressure. And again, you come to a West Virginia, uh, a, a game on the road. You know they've stormed that court many times. There, the energy is there. And for again, for J- the Jayhawks, still they only have seven turnovers in that type of environment and win in a lot of statistical categories. Uh, goes to show that was just a high-powered offensive game, and it could have went either way. But again, at the end of the day, you got to hang your hat on the defensive end. And who's going to get those stops? And who's going to hunker down and be that tough, that tough player on the defensive side? I think another positive for me coming out of the West Virginia loss, you know, we talk about the bench and depth. Nick Timberlake was pretty good in that game. Yeah, um, you know, I had twelve points in thirteen yeah. minutes. You know, I've got double figures too. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I, I always, you know, and I think Coach Self said this. He was uh, on with SVP after the Cincinnati win and. He'd actually made a mention of, of Nick Timberlake that he was he's, he's playing better. And I, you know, Coach Self is going to try to figure out a way to try to get as much as he can from that bench um, and go to them when, you know, and, and again, I think he's trying to find what the right minute allotment is. It's going to, that, that could change, that could fluctuate. And you know, Nick earned those minutes and, and played pretty well. Um, so that's a positive. I'm still, you know, Kevin McCuller is just still so impressive to me. I got to make mention of him because I just love watching the dude play. I mean, 24 points he was 10 of 14 from the field and you know it's i always say this like his production and his scoring like he, he's taking such a massive jump but it's not like he's taking bad shots well, yeah you know what i mean yeah like it's it's so efficient and i also think he's got a great mentality of mm-hmm. look if, if there's nights when I, I feel like my shot's not falling he can get to the rim and he can do it in transition he can do it half court he's so aggressive downhill and then he gets to the free throw line I mean, he's just a force right now. It's such a tough cover for defenses with his size uh, and just how he plays. He's obviously relentless. We know how that that is on both ends. But it's just fun to see, 
you know, his evolution. And in this game, I mean, just so efficient, the 10 makes, uh, just a couple threes, but he was just so good all, all the, around the rim and, and just really, especially like making tough shots. You know, West Virginia wasn't like he was getting anything necessarily easy, um, but uh, just a really not great night. And it just adds to the season that Kevin McCuller's having. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about him earlier. And, you know, I, t- I told you during, during late night, you know, I had a chance to, to talk with him and, I was just so impressed with him because, you know, he 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 took it seriously to say, if this team is not successful, it's because of me. And, you know, for a player to say that before they even, you know, played one game, you know, he's taking that type of responsibility. And now you see his production offensively, defensively, his leadership. I mean, it, it just goes to make sense exactly. Like, Kevin cares. Like, Kevin cares a ton. And he's showing it by every possession that he's out there on the floor, whether it, he has to take that shot to give him that go ahead three. He has to take that, that, uh, uh, or he has to drive the ball to get a, a paint touch to find a teammate. I mean, or he has to crash the offensive bar, the, the defensive boards, uh, whatever it is, he's doing everything in every statistical category to make this team successful. And the thing that I like most is that. Yeah, I mean, you never want a player to say, you know, take it all. It's, it's your fault if the team doesn't win. But you also love that player that's willing to say, you know what, I'm willing to put the whole team on my on my shoulders, and if we fail, I'll take all the credit because if I'm not doing the things I need to be doing as a senior leader, uh, it's not happening. And this for his production, and I know they lost. Again, this was a high-powered offense. They did a lot of things. Five guys. If you told Coach Self they're going to have five guys scoring in double figures, are you going to win or lose this game? He'd probably say, oh, we're winning this game. <laughs> we're winning this game. So they're doing the right things. And obviously with Kevin, uh, having him as a leader, but you have to praise you have to praise Kevin for his production and what he's doing uh, with this program because he's definitely showing that he's the voice for this team uh, and guys are rallying around him. We'll take a quick break, but before we do that, we wanted to tell you about Home Field Apparel. Homefield is committed to creating incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield has a growing collection of over 150 plus colleges to choose from, including your favorite team's unique logos, mascots, and iconic moments to create thoughtfully designed apparel. Shop your latest team's apparel, head to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code KCSN23 for 15% off your first order. We appreciate you supporting KC Sports Network by listening to our podcast. You have helped us become the highest ranked Chiefs podcast network in 2022 and 2023. And don't forget about our daily Substack newsletter, the best written analysis you can find on the Chiefs straight to your inbox every day. KCSN.substack.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
and listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by Emprise Bank. I'm Jared Sutton, joined by Jeff Hawkins. And Jeff, we were just talking about uh, the loss to West Virginia, bounce back and beat Cincinnati at home on Big Monday. Um, Johnny Furphy is is definitely the, the talking point here with uh, the night he had, 23 points, 11 rebounds. Um, was great getting to the free throw line. You know, it's funny when you think about Johnny Furphy at the beginning of the year, he'd come into games and you're thinking, okay, he's in to make shots. Uh, and then, you know, defensively, I, you could see some flashes. And I mean, I, I feel like he is ahead of schedule um, in many ways, you know. And I know that, you know, sometimes we say, like, you're a freshman and you can't be a freshman on this team because you, you're you're very much a vital part to playing a role that helps us win. Um, but he's now being bumped from the bench to being a starter Again, we talk about like sometimes when you're a starter, getting bumped to the bench it might be good if you're putting too much pressure on yourself. If it's yeah. too much, you know, where you're thinking too much. I think with Johnny Furphy's in the game, like his feel and his natural basketball instincts and his IQ, like I don't think he has pressure because I feel like he's advanced in that area for a freshman. Like I, he understands angles. Um, he he doesn't need the ball in his hands, which most freshmen struggle. When they don't have the ball, they don't know what to really do. And he, fe- I feel like he's ahead. He looks like an older player sometimes mm-hmm. when you're watching him play because he just has a natural instinct to him. Um, and now you're seeing him impact the glass, like he's rebounding. And you said it earlier, like it's not just the three point shooting. Like he's getting the free throw line, put the ball on the floor a little bit, he can cut and do things, you know, off of guys. I, I think this is such a it's 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 a it's a little change to the starting lineup with him and Almarco. But I think it's making a – I think you're already seeing a difference in how it could really help Kansas long-term. Yeah, I mean, you can see it. I mean, the kid's very efficient. And, I mean, seven for eight from the field, six for nine from the free throw line. You end up with 23 points. I mean, geez, what kid can know? I only take eight shots. I'm getting to the free throw line. I'm getting 23 points. Like, most kids, they got to take 15, 17 shots to get to around 20 points. And for him to be that efficient – uh, it just shows great size. Uh, and like we mentioned, you know, when you got a guard that can rebound, that again, that's toughness. That just goes to show you the toughness that Johnny Furphy can present when given the the, the right opportunity. I think it's going to be fun to watch to see where uh, where he develops over, over time. I know I joke around and I say uh, Hunter, Hunter Dickinson low-key is our best three-pointer. Well, low-key. Murphy might turn out to be the best rebounder we have. <laughs> I mean, you just never know. Uh, but this kid is playing with tremendous 
uh, tremendous confidence. You you ta- you tapped in on it. Uh, he looks like an older player. Well, I think the the advantage of especially playing in the in the Euro League overseas is that you're always playing older players. You're always matched up against some older player uh, uh, playing uh, overseas. Uh, you're always playing a guy a guy that might be twenty or excuse me ten to fifteen years older than you. So you're used to playing some of that that high caliber, older, smarter uh, group of players, and I, I think that's really uh, showing in Furphy's in, in game, especially coming over to the states and doing that. I think he's really starting to the game is starting to come a lot easier to him, and I thought it came a lot easier to him before. It just depends on when you get those starter minutes your minutes go up a little bit. And now with the correct opportunity, uh, you're seeing that he's taking that, uh, taking all of that, that extra time and making the most of it. Yeah. Those 11 rebounds were important. Kansas got out rebound. I know you kind of beat me to it when we were talking about West Virginia, because, you know, Kansas now has been out rebounded in a couple games and that's a little bit rare um, to see. And, um, now Kansas did force 16 turnovers. I thought that was a big part in their defense. They really got after Cincinnati and, Cincinnati had some struggles with the turnovers, 12 steals uh, for Kansas, uh, three of those with, from from Kevin, which, of course, it just felt like in this game he was doing everything again, um, had 11 fouls drawn, <laughs> meaning, you know, they really were were physical with him, and, and he was really attack in attack mode. Um, do you draw anything from from the rebounding? You know, just because I, I obviously you, you got to know that teams, when they're scouting Kansas, are thinking, how do we – try to get Hunter away from the rim or how do we keep him off the glass? Um, just because he's been so dominant in games sometimes right. on the glass and you're kind of seeing a little bit of an adjustment um, with maybe how teams are, are trying to de- defend that. Yeah. In, anything you're you're seeing there or is it just, you know, just kind of this, these are how these two games have, have gone and I, the, the rebound, it's just rare to see Kansas get out rebounded over the last few games, especially 11 Cincinnati. We'll get into it. And we know, I mean, I mean, it's smart. You you want to, like you mentioned, you want to try to get Hunter away from the backs, especially on the offensive end, whether it's on a pick and roll, whatever type of action it may be, having him away from the basket to where when that shot goes up, he's going to have to do extra work to try to get to that rebound because he's just not in the paint, on the block, guarding a, a big man to where he has that easy inside position to where he can just go up, use his height, and grab the rebound. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's not always going to be a scenario. Uh, but, but again, other guys have to step up. You know, it's just not Hunter's job. And I, Coach Self will be the first one to tell you this. The, the guards have to rebound as well, too. It's not just, you know, we know Hunter's the big guy. Uh, KJ had three rebounds for the game. You know, you like to see KJ anywhere from six-plus rebounds, uh, especially with the amount of minutes that these guys are getting. You know, they're all getting 30-plus minutes. So you want to see him be definitely produ- productive, especially if you're a big. You know, you got really one job, you know. Make it tough for your man to score. Uh, don't give him any easy angles and rebound the basketball. Set good screens and and, and re- really rebound the basketball. So as a big, as you're big, you want to see some of those other guys uh, rebound. And I know Furphy did a good job. Furphy was just a knack. He he was going right to the ball. He was on it. But you definitely want to see see some of these other guys knowing when Hunter's away from the basket, uh, we're gonna need five. We're sorry, we're gonna need the other four guys out there on the floor to hit somebody and go get that rebound with two hands. Especially, too, you know, there's a long season, and, you know, Hunter is probably going to have a game here and there where he's going to be in some foul trouble. It's just, yeah. you know, it's just part of it. And to your point, like, mm-hmm. who's going to step up in those situations? Um, 
You look at the bench too. Cincinnati was thirty-two to two in bench points, um, which I thought was kind of a big part of the game of why Cincinnati was even in the game. Um, was their 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 bench kind of gave them life? Um, and I think you know El Marco played thirteen minutes. He was the only. He had a couple free throws. Parker played nine. Uh, Nick Timberlake and Jamari just two minutes apiece. Um, so you could tell. I think Coach Self was just going to kind of ride. Um, not just Kevin, but Majani as well, Dewan obviously, um, and KJ. But uh, just a really impressive night from Johnny Furphy because that twenty three and eleven wasn't in you know some sort of blowout win. It was a big game, and it was a, a, they needed every rebound, they needed every point, um, and he was very good on both ends of the floor. So something to really, um, I think draw draw to is as you kind of look and, and you look at the the schedule for Kansas here coming up. You know, a good win against the Saturday. Then they go to Iowa State. Um, Iowa State just beat K-State. Um, this will be a Saturday CBS game. Really looking forward to watching this game. Um, you, you've played in Ames. I've played in Ames. I think it's such an underrated. I don't think I should say it's underrated because I think everybody knows about it. But there, that's a different type of loud, if that makes sense. Um, I, it's weird. It's it's a it's a it's you've been in so many it's loud. loud. It's annoying. It's annoying loud. Um, it just feels like the the crowd noise is coming yeah. from like different yeah it's just a bizarre kind of the way the arena is built and how the floor yeah. lays yeah it's just a little different but um that's a place to play um yeah, yeah anything you're looking at i i think it's good yeah. that kansas was able to go home because now you go back out on the road and you know west virginia is life in the big 12 is life in the big 12 mm-hmm. no matter how you look at it but they got some tough games coming up and iowa state you know right there at the top here this is a big game when you talk about what's to come for for this season in the Big 12 and winning the Big 12 outright. Very difficult to do this year. This league is the best league in college. But I know we say it a lot, but this is the most fun league to watch by far. This is a big game uh, for Kansas to go to Ames. Yep. And, I mean, you you mentioned it best. I mean, their their fan support, it's going to be loud in there. Uh, anytime KU even steps in that building, they're, they're looking to, to, to take those guys down. Every time I went in there, is loud. Uh, the ball could clearly go off of an Iowa State player's hand, and their crowd sees it. They're still going to boo it. They're still going to boo it. They're going to boo every Such call. A good point. Yeah, the boo birds are out there all the time. Yeah, they're all the time. They're not going to let that level of energy drop at all. And the way they're playing right now, they're playing great. Uh, Iowa State is a team that can turn you over. You got to take care of the ball. And again, this is where KU really they 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 like to put all a lot of their eggs in the basket on taking care of the ball. But this is the Iowa Tech, uh, Iowa State team that is great at turning you over, especially when they got the the six man behind their back uh, with that crowd. Uh, it's definitely going to be a a great environment. Uh, a lot of of a lot of Iowa State teams over the years, they've always been able to shoot the three ball, and this is the team that can definitely stretch it from the three ball as well too. Uh, so this to me, this game. Anytime you go down to Ames, and I got a buddy, I got a buddy down here that's an alumni man, and oh, he talks so much crap. Uh, but he knows when we when when <laughs> KU comes down to Ames, it's a dog fight. We know it's going to be a dog fight, um, and they do too. And I think that's one of the great things about Iowa State. Uh, that atmosphere is. I think there's. I still think there's no atmosphere that comes. Close to uh, the Jayhawks, but I'll tell you, when it comes to 
starting to rank some of the top arenas that I've been in and how loud it gets and how crazy it gets, Iowa State's right up there. If you give them any chance to have a momentum buster, they'll run with it. And I think with the KU team, they're going to have to find a way. They're going to have to find a way to score some bench points. Um, and, and I know we're, we're kind of backtracking a little bit, uh, but at that sense and watching that Cincinnati game, they're just our, our, our bench players aren't getting enough minutes. I know uh, Cincinnati, they had uh, 32 points off of the bench. Well, a lot of those guys, if you add all the guys on those bench that played minutes, it was well over 40 plus minutes. Well, KU's guys, their bench players are just not getting those opportunities much, and you're seeing those starters playing a lot more minutes. It's going to be interesting to see if we can, if KU can get some bench production, because I think they're going to need some bench production when it comes to a hostile environment. And what I would say, I think they're going to need some guys to be able to step up uh, outside of that starting five. I look at this matchup too, like Taman Lipsy. He leads Iowa State in scoring, rebounding, assists, and steals. I mean, it's just like he's a guard, but he does everything. It's a huge matchup for DeWan. Um, yes. That that matchup is is going to be a fun one to watch. And then I think if you you know from a freshman standpoint, we just talked about Johnny Furphy, Milan Momsilovic from Iowa State. He's a freshman, like six nine similar size to Johnny Furphy a little bit of a different game but a shooter shoot 40 percent from three he can score it um he is a freshman uh he's rebounded fairly well but rebounding's probably not he's not rebounding I don't think how Johnny's been rebounding it over the last whatever week and a half two weeks yeah. but it's uh, uh, Keyshawn Gilbert the transfer uh he's a big time score he can pass it those two guards are pretty dynamic and then Monsilovic really can stretch it uh he can really shoot it um, I, to me, it's it's a Dewan Harris, it's a Kevin McCuller game. Uh, Johnny's got to be very good, and then big game for Hunter Dickinson because I'm curious if Iowa State can can guard Hunter. That, like that's that to me is the key. I just don't know if they have anybody can match Hunter over 40 minutes um, to defend him uh, and you know out rebound him. It's a big key in this game. So um, you know, Coach Self will will have his guys ready. This is a fun, great match. Anytime Kansas goes to Iowa State, it's always a fun matchup. Um, I wish I could be there for that, but it should be a great game yep. on CBS. Twelve thirty tip. We'll break it all down uh, next week. Uh, so Kansas goes to Iowa State. They do have Oklahoma State next week um, in Allen uh, in Allen Fieldhouse. But one step at a time. Big one against Iowa State with the uh, the Big Twelve on the line, and you yep. the Big Twelve. Houston, Kansas, Iowa State, and Kansas State four and two. Texas Tech's four and one. Um, and then there's those schools that just linger: Oklahoma, TCU, Texas, Baylor. Um, what a time! We're in the end of January. Like league play is is such a blast, and we'll yeah. see where uh, where this goes. And we'll be breaking it all down next week, and then talking more about KU. Fight to the top. <laughs> yes, sir. Jeff, good luck with your games this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. You betcha. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.